Willkommen, this is Julia. And this is Shane. Und this is Think Plant-Based. Think Plant-Based. Make sure to check out recipes, health tips, travel tips at www.thinkplantbased.com. And we're officially on iTunes, so please rate and write us a review on iTunes. Write us a review. Give us... Two stars, three stars, maybe five stars. Let us know. Oh, for sure, Let's, five. Yeah, I mean, who would give us two stars anyways, yeah. right? But yeah, make sure to do that because that's how we get found. So Yay. here we are again. Exactly. As always. We have guests from all over the world on our show. And today we have Alan Trick from Tenerife. Alan, how's it going? Hi. Uh, hello, thank you. Yes, nice to be on the show. Uh, it's going well. It's evening here and morning where you are. But, right. Um, yeah. I'm still feeling still feeling good. I think we should be okay. That's good. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Please Raring tell the go. listeners more about yourself and your vegan journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm 55 years old now. I'm vegan. I've been vegan for five years. Um, I have my daughter to thank for this uh, gift, and I do really see it as a as a gift. I mean, an amazing present to get uh, when you're 50 years old. She so my journey was inspired by my daughter. We moved from so my wife and I and two teenage children. We moved from Germany to Tenerife uh, seven eight years ago, and uh, just shortly after that, my daughter who I don't know exactly, but maybe she was around 13 or something. She decided that she wanted to go vegetarian. Right. And I was fairly cool and laid back at that stage. I didn't really <laughs> worry too much. I told her that she had to eat lots of eggs and uh, <laughs> lots of these were my top tips. I mean, I, I was unaware that my daughter was actually far more, <laughs> far more aware than I was, but I was telling her, giving her all these tips. Yeah. Yeah. Eat plenty of, eggs and get your cheese or your, your protein and 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 like i said fairly laid by right and uh, then she went to um she went on a on a like a holiday in the summer to germany and when she came back um we went for a went for a meal went for a pizza in the in the square here in uh, puerto de la cruz and uh, she dropped the bombshell yeah she said <laughs> uh, i've got to tell you you know i've decided i'm gonna go vegan Ooh. um yeah and 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 i just you know i just had this this vision of my daughter wasting away in front of me uh, eating nothing but carrots and lettuce <laughs> and cucumber <laughs> yeah a lot of people think it's know. just raw food or something like no, just straight just like a carrot stick or like the small salad well, or something it. it's weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that exactly that that is that was my vision of being vegan i thought Oh my God, you know, and, and I'd got this, this image of really kind of anemic, pale, <laughs> weak, you, you know, that, 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 and that, that was genuinely five years ago. That was right. what I, what I really thought. And, and did you uh, meet any, was, did you meet any vegans before in your life when you heard your daughter's going vegan? No. Okay. No. Well, that is I mean, I'm from plain the, I'm originally, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm originally from the industrial city of Sheffield in the north of England, okay. right. which is very, which is very, you know, the men there, they all eat bacon sandwiches and drink beer. And, you know, it's a very kind of 
that 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 environment that's the environment that i grew up in and uh, right. i never questioned food i it was just <laughs> you know food was just something that was it that's what you eat this is you know what you need and i never like a lot of people you know uh so yeah she 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 told us this information and i and i, and I was concerned to be honest i really was worried that she she wouldn't be getting the nutrition that she needed and she was saying, look, dad, it'll be fine. It's not what you think it is. There's a woman on YouTube who just eats bananas and oh, she's no. really healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's moved past the banana woman. Who, <laughs> wasn't yeah, banana yeah, girl. The banana girl. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's the smartest idea. Yeah. You might be missing out on some nutrients. but She eats, she eats vegan now. She, yeah. she stopped eating raw foods. Yeah. Yeah. But as far anyway, as I know. Yeah, she... she she gave me this information and, and, um, you know, and, but, you know, I, I, although I said to her, you know, you, you're going to have to, you know, really make sure you're getting all the nutrients. You can't just eat, you know, junk food. You can't just eat chips and crisps and, and things. And right. I kind of, you know, wanted to empower her to, to, I didn't want to, we didn't put any obstacles in her way, you know, but, but we, we, I, th I think my wife and I were more like, okay, but you've got to do it on your own. Don't expect us to go shopping, especially for you and cooking special dishes and, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, she was, uh, she went on this vegan journey and then, um, I think it was in 2016, she came back from, from Germany. So between her becoming vegan and my wife and I becoming vegan, she'd, she'd gone back to live in Germany and she came across in 2016, really early in 2016 for a holiday. Right. Um, we were, we were sitting around the pool, you know, it was the kind of first day of the holiday. And, um, she just came over and slapped down a book in front of me and said, Hey dad, you know, you can't, you you know, you, you like health, you're interested in health, read this. And it was, uh, uh how not to die. Uh, from Michael Greger. Oh, great you know, book. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, and it's a big book as yes. well. It's like, <laughs> really, you know. And, uh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you gave it to yeah. your mom too, I gave right? it to my mom, yeah. Yeah, yeah she likes it. All oh, right. How <laughs> yeah. did that go down? Yeah, she was already pretty plant-based ah. focused. So, yeah. 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 No, it went well. She liked it. <laughs> well, for, well, I'm not a, I'm not a reader. I'm somebody who really usually... <laughs> I, I listen. I, I prefer to consume information in audio format. If somebody recommends a book, I always look first. Is there an audio oh, version? That's how I, yeah, there is actually. But in this case, I had the book and obviously I can read. So um, I started reading and um, the first chapter, I don't know if you know, it's the it's the heart disease chapter where, you know, he explains that his that his mother uh, went into was kind of wheeled into this hospital with with heart disease and told that she you know she'd literally got only i think it was three months left to live or whatever it was right uh and uh you know and he, and he explained that just you know months later or, or when she came out she was a completely different person she she i think he said that she was wheelchaired in and that she walked out something like that mm -hmm. and she went on to live another 30 years after after that right um and I was fascinated with that. My daughter was very clever giving me that book because heart <laughs> disease is something that runs in our family. My father suffered from it. He got it when he was 63. Mm. Uh, my grandfather died of uh, a heart attack when he was in you know, his early 70s. Uh, and my dad, I'd watched my dad go down that route of, you know, he, he'd got angina and then he went to the doctor. And the doctor told him that he would need 
medication and then he was told that he would need stents and then he had the triple bypass which involves somebody getting a sore and soaring over in your rib cage and <laughs> doing all these horrible yeah, crazy. things yeah and I'd, I'd, I'd seen all that happen and and so this reading this first chapter was just for me just incredible and you know as he explained that you know a, a plant-based diet could could actually not just you know treat so uh, prevent heart disease but could actually be used in treating it and I found that so fascinating and and so yeah I, I continue reading each chapter I got more and more captivated and it was it was one of those moments where your where my whole worldview changed the paradigm that I'd had before you know when he was talking about um the way that saturated fat clog your arteries but it wasn't just heart disease it was all sorts of things from Alzheimer's, liver's disease. I mean, the book is full of all these diseases that a plant-based diet can treat. Right. And I never, ever thought of that before. You know, I'd heard these terms, you know, saturated fat, but I never really took any notice, you know, hey, who cares? Saturated fat, you know, so what? (laughs) You know, it it didn't mean anything to me. It didn't mean anything. And reading that book and realizing that, you know, that I'd been living in this, in this way of looking at the world that was probably uh, harming me and definitely harming my body and probably leading me down the same path that my father went down, you know, eventually probably getting angina in the same, the same route. So, so that was, the, you know, that was the moment for me when I thought, well, you know, if I can just eat plants, Leah seems to be doing okay on it um, and avoid all of that further down the road, then that sounds that sounds like a good idea. So I I asked my daughter. I said, "Well, what can I eat?" And um, <laughs> yeah, so, grab a so carrot. She, <laughs> so celery. she says, "Don't worry, Dad. Don't worry, Dad. <laughs> I'll show you." So we were we were on holiday, and the hotel that we were at, we had um, half board. So we were getting breakfast there, and we were getting uh, evening meal, and there was a buffet. So you know, everything was kind of laid out, and she was right. So the day after I'd written the first chapter, she she kind of took me by the hand and saying, right, Dad, come with me. And we went over to the breakfast part and she was saying, you know, look at this, Dad, guess what these are? And I, I looked in this bowl and she said, they're chia seeds. They're full of protein. And, then, you know, like, and I said, what do you do with those? And she's saying, well, you can put them in. She was getting the muesli and showing me. She said, but don't, don't touch that milk. You need this milk. And obviously she was then saying soya milk or almond milk or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it actually tasted. I remember having this first breakfast, you know, the first sort of plant-based breakfast that I probably ever had. And, and thinking, well, you know, this is not too bad, actually. You know, she'd prepared this for me, put a bit of algarve and saft, zaf, that's German, uh, uh, <laughs> what the English word is, but she'd put a, some sweet stuff on it to make it tight, taste nice. Um, yeah, and she, so she was the one who introduced me into that, into that way of thinking. And then obviously from there, uh, and, and kind of committing to it, because it made so much sense from a health perspective. And, and I think it happens to so many people, doesn't it, that we, we maybe start for health reasons. And then once we've taken that step or this happened to me is once I'd made that commitment to, to, to seeing it through, cause I, I'm, I'm, I've got that kind of personality. If I'm doing something, I, I, I go all in. I, I'm not, you know, a bit of this and a bit of that. If I decide to do something, 
I commit to it. So I already knew that I'd committed to it. So I kind of knew that I would stick with it. And, and then your mind is open to all these other things that are going on, you know, the animal, uh, the ethics side of it. And so my daughter then started helping me there as well, sending me the links, you know, (laughs) cowspiracy, uh, the uh, greatest speech ever on uh, YouTube was it Gary Yuvoski or right right yeah you know yeah. all these and um, <laughs> yeah and, uh, so and 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 bit by bit you 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 just see this this completely different world uh, uh, complete paradigm shift and you wonder how on earth did you get to 50 years old and not have a clue about what was going on you know I think the answer is the internet right we didn't know this much information back then and it took a while you know to get you know out to the masses and stuff i think the internet definitely holds key for uh almost too much information sometimes exactly <laughs> and i find the media in general like if you just watch tv they don't really talk about veganism much no. i mean i find actually in germany my cousin always sends me oh look there's an article about veganism like he's not vegan himself right but for some reason it triggers now because he knows I'm vegan. You know, he wants to send it and says, wow, they're really talking more about veganism. And he even noticed it gets more popular, you know. So that's really what I like about it, especially in Germany, that they actually talk about veganism a lot. And I find in some countries they don't. Yeah. But with the Internet, you know, it's really nice. There are vegan groups, right? There's uh, vegan websites with great recipes. Like we have more exposure to veganism nowadays. And it's never too late, you know? I mean, I understand your reaction to it, but it's never too late, right? I I watched a video where, like, a person in their 90s even became vegan. No, you're completely right about Germany. I've, I've got close connections to Germany with my children living there, and my, my wife's German. Right. Uh, and uh, the, the awareness in Germany is actually... Uh, it's even, even on the main mainstream media they bring a lot of reports about cheap meat and that we have to stop you know i mean obviously it's a it's a step-by-step process they're not going to come on mainstream television and tell people <laughs> they have to stop eating meat that's just not right. going to happen so right. <laughs> but 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 you but they you you do notice they are there is a change of tone there is a a definite so in germany it seems to be that the the focus at the moment is trying to show people you know the conditions that animals are living in and 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 connecting that with the fact that we're that that the meat is too cheap that's what they're trying to do at the moment that seems to be the you know the route that they're going down but there's no germany is actually very good as far as awareness is concerned yeah. spain less so i'm afraid it is right yeah. yeah i noticed too when we were visiting it i was like i want to go back to germany if i like good <laughs> vegan food but the food <laughs> is so cheap you know like yes in spain there's yeah super like cheap. what you get like for two people like you have to how was it again like the amount you pay for one meal in Germany, you can get the double in Spain, especially in south of Spain. Mm-hmm. It's like so cheap. Like I enjoy oh, it yeah, whenever yeah. I uh, go. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. No, that, yeah. That's true. It's where we are. Where, I mean, I live here in the island of Tenerife and it's even cheaper here than, right. in, than in Spain. So it's, wow. it's, it's, I mean, with my wife and I, we go out every night for a drink because it's just so, so, so cheap. cheap. Why would we So nice. Yeah, exactly. And how did you, so you turned your lifestyle into a business or like what, what do you do now? Oh, no. As like oh God, no, no, no. Uh, well, 
Mm, wow. Okay. So I'm, I'm a kind of serial entrepreneur. That's, um, I, you know, I started my first business when I was 24. Um, and, I, and I love it. You know, I love, I love business. I love creating new businesses, getting customers and, and, but I also have got a tendency to kind of get bored of things. So, um, I, 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 uh, I, I'll get perhaps a little bit bored of a business and then look at starting another one that interests me more. And, and so when I first started at age 24, all I wanted to be was a lorry driver. That was like my, you know, that was my goal in life. I just wanted to drive a truck. You know, I just couldn't think of anything better than driving a truck all day. So I started a, um, an employment agency for truck drivers uh, mainly because I thought this is great. So I can drive the trucks as well and have other people driving the trucks for me. So nice. uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. But then I kind of reached a point then around 34 age kind of, well, moved to Germany and then I was a truck driver in Germany. And once I'd learned the German language, I kind of, you know, with uh, around my mid thirties, I, I got a bit sick of truck driving to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. It's, it's not really something you can do for, I think a long your time it does a toll after a while yeah. i think yeah and I, yeah. I was i was having lunch one day in this this car park it was one of those kind of you know really quiet and i had that thought well do i really want to drive a truck for the rest of my life mm, no no and so uh, i changed you know I'm, uh, and at that time the internet was just coming out i decided to start a translation business with my wife uh german english english german which still my wife still runs today. It's a, still a good business, even today, all these years later, wow. nearly 21, 22 years later. Nice. Um, so I started a translation business. And then from that, I got really into search engine optimization. And so I kind of threw the translation business over to my, mother, my wife and said, hey, look, you can run this. And <laughs> she was happy to do that. So I got into internet marketing. And so I, I, I kind of, swivel a lot with with depending on what i'm interested in at the time i've always kind of tried to make a business out of it because it's just fun to do that you know mm -hmm. and i got i got completely sick of internet marketing after around <laughs> I, had a, I had a i had a business partner in stuttgart up until a couple of years ago um and we were really successful you know we had great success but it was i was bored of it i was just bored yeah. of it my heart wasn't in it i was I was going through the motions. It was, it was, the money was good, but the, the, I had no, I didn't want to get out of bed. Oh no, another day of that. You know, it was. <laughs> it becomes you know, tedious was, after a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially so, online. Uh, so. I, I mean, I am still enthusiastic about marketing in a way, but we'd moved into more kind of a client side of it and it was getting very, you know, your hands are tied behind your back all the time. What you can do, you make a suggestion. Look, I've got this brilliant idea for you. We could do this and we could do that. And then they'd say, well, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So you're having to compromise all the time. And 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 I didn't like that side of it. But um, yeah, your question was <laughs> to make a, make a business out of the vegan thing was not really my intention. I also dance Argentine tango with my wife. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, yeah, we are really enthusiastic uh, Argentine tango dancers. So I've got an event business actually here at the moment, or I did have until Corona came along. I had a, an event business. We used to get people from all over the world to come to Tenerife and dance Argentine tango together. Wow, um, wow cool. In January, in January, we had 200 
people from 24 different countries, far wow. away, Singapore, Canada, all over the world came to Tenerife to dance tango together for four days. It was wonderful. Wow. And this is what I was doing. And this is where my energy was 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 focused, you know. I mean, tango was until January was my business life. It was I was building a really good event business. And right. then um and then it happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it happened, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so it didn't look as though I would be dancing tango anytime soon. And um, we were here in Spain. They had a really strict, lock a strict lockdown. We weren't allowed out for right. two months straight. Wow. Really Crazy. only allowed to go out for groceries. We weren't even allowed to go out to exercise, nothing. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was then that I thought, okay, well, what else am I interested in? And obviously I'm, I'm an enthusiastic uh, uh, vegan now. I wrote a book last year. Between the tango events, I had this, I had this moment of madness when I wanted to write a book about uh, uh, being vegan, and I did that last year. So I thought, well, maybe I could build on that. I'm at home; I can't do the tango business anymore. So I decided to um, make an online course for people who'd be interested in going uh, plant-based. And I had kind of my age group in mind a little bit when I did it. You know, people who were completely ignorant, like I was five years ago, had no idea. Uh, and to try, I didn't really know. I just started it like I do most things. I just started it. Right. Okay. Well, module one is obviously why. <laughs> why would you want to do such a stupid thing as go vegan? So, yeah, I created module <laughs> one <laughs> and it just went on from there. So, throughout this year, I, I think I finished it in at the end of June. Uh, so that's now completed, yeah. Wow. And at the moment, I'm just now using all the skills I've got from my marketing background to to just start to get the word out a little bit. Just see if see if anybody's interested in it, you know. Yeah. Oh, not everything in business books, you know. You have, yeah. ah, but <laughs> you know, I've had I've had years, I've had years, Julia, where I spend a a, a year and on doing audio books for children. I think it was 2006. I had this, I oh yeah. And, um, I spent a load of money and I put so much time and energy into it and it didn't work. So, uh, right. it's, you know, sometimes you, sometimes things work out and other times they don't. So you never know for sure, right? but you just have to do it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how do you motivate people with your, uh, online course to become vegan? Is there certain tips you give them? Or yeah. Yeah. Marketing well, I, tools I, you use. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know really. I mean, I, 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 I thought about how, where I was, you know, five years ago. And I, I had this idea that most people are probably ignorant, like, like I was, that really didn't know nothing. I mean, here in Spain, they really don't know the meaning of the word vegan. You have to explain what it is to people. It's that, you know, weird for people so and and in in sheffield where i come from in the north of england people are i've obviously heard about it but you know we hear about it and I, and i think maybe they have the same idea in the mind that i in their minds that i had you know five years ago i mean if you've never really thought about it and it's just one of those words that goes in and goes out you, you know so i i thought well I just it's just a case of passing on the information that you know, sometimes you need to commit to something. And 
the reason I wanted to do a course and the reason I want to charge people to do the course is that it people sometimes only take things seriously when they've paid to do it, you know? Right. Uh, and it's actually, it can actually be a help to do that. I mean, if, if you wanted to start a play, you know, to learn guitar and somebody said, Hey, uh, you know, you can have my free guitar lessons. Yeah. But if you've paid something, if you've paid someone 2000 quid or 2000 Canadian dollars or whatever, to do a, a guitar course for two months, you're going to turn up because yeah. you've made mm -hmm. that commitment financially. That's like so me with I German. Thought... <laughs> 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 Trying to learn it for free. And I'm like, yeah, you know, but if I probably yeah. pay for it, I'm guaranteed I'd probably be You're really not putting committed. More yeah, so disappointing. I'm like, I'm trying to remind um, him. He's like, ah, I'm not feeling I'll it. get back into it. Sometimes life gets in the way and then <sighs> you push it off a bit. I'll get there. To be fair, though, with to be fair, though, with languages, um, you know, you've got to remember that a language is a tool. And mm -hmm. if, if you can't use the tool, if you're living in Canada, you, you know, you, you're not going to be meeting. You don't need to speak German in Canada. You just so don't need right. it. Right. Right. So for me, I live in Spain and, and I can go out and I can I can speak Spanish. So it's worth learning it. Mm -hmm. But if if I wasn't <laughs> here I think there has to be a utility in things that you learn, you know, sure. and I think that's so probably your problem a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's well, I have a great helper here. When we go back to Germany, yeah, I, I tend to pick it up more when I'm in Germany than say here. But it's too bad, you know, you only feel motivated when you're there for that time. And then when we go back. And then back, we go back well, a year later, it's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah. well, you could do, Julia, you could, you could do what my wife did to me. Only speak when German. I, I moved, yeah, 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 yeah. I moved from, 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 I moved from Sheffield to Germany in 1995. Yeah. And I'd, I'd done a few courses, but it was poor, really poor. You know, a little bit of broken German. Mm -hmm. And uh, I moved over and she said, okay, that's it. You're here now. I'm going to stop speaking English and I'm only, <laughs> I'm only going to speak to you in German from now on. That's it. That was probably, and, yeah. Uh, she, yeah, and, and it's amazing how it fast worked, you yeah. pick it up. <laughs> okay, oh, bet. yeah, I bet. So you could we get started. That. I would just look at her with a blank stare and be like, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to it. So I need to enhance my vocabulary, I think. Yeah. But oh, well. We'll get, we'll get there. What can <laughs> so you do, right? Yeah, I try to be patient with you. So how is the vegan scene in Tenerife? Is it like... Have you ever thought of like opening up a vegan group? You know, like, I don't know if you know Meetup, if you're familiar to that website. No, I don't know Meetup, no. no? I, I, Do they have uh, it in no. Europe? They have it all over Do the they? world. Okay. So if you go to meetup.com, you can type in um, the place where you live and then you can find different types. You know, they have like hiking meetups and dine outs oh, and dancing ones. Mm -hmm. And if there's no vegan meetup or like group, you know, in, in your area, I think you'd be the perfect candidate to open one because yeah. I'm sure there are a bunch of vegans. <laughs> you know, I mean, with COVID now with the COVID, it's a bit harder, but I mean, I'm one of the organizers here in Vancouver and um, I mean, it's uh, very limited uh -huh. right now and I don't organize any right now either because I so don't. So how does that work? How does that work, Julia? So uh, the best is if you go on uh, like meetup.com and then they explain it to you actually and you have your own um, okay. yeah. um, account you have to create. I'm you pretty know? sure it works that, yeah, you create like say you want to be a host and yeah. so then you just create events and they basically it's just a platform for anybody that 
looking for things to do or want to meet people they go on there and they can say you know i'm interested in plant-based food or vegan food uh eating less meat so they'll go to like events that are hosted by exactly whoever puts them on and they even like if people just want to search by nearby groups you know just in general you will be like on the list as well even if people are not interested in vegan and what's beautiful about our group is we like and welcome all kinds of people you don't even have to be vegan Mm -hmm. because most of them are just vegan curious which is great you know they try it out and there's no pressure and they actually realize wow the vegan food tastes so good and i actually get to meet people i make friends (laughs) you know it's quite nice and now with the covid it's a bit different we do more outdoor activities you know so you have to be more creative and i mean where you live it's warm so you can maybe guys so you so you do like you do like cook you do like cooking weekends things like that we do dine outs mostly you know like we go to even non-vegan places and they create a vegan menu for us because they want they need the um, customers right so they actually make money because you get like well uh, before covid you would get like Sometimes 20 to 30 people, you know, to eat and the restaurant makes so much money. Right. So it's actually quite fun. Yeah, I think it's a win-win for everyone. Totally. And people are exposed to vegan food. Some actually just went like the first time and they realized, wow, I I didn't even know that vegan food tastes so good. And I couldn't (laughs) even tell it was vegan. So I could totally see that in Tenerife, you know, like you doing it, actually, you'd be great for that. Because it's no, important no, we, to we, be a great host too, you know, to welcome everyone and stuff like that. I have experience with that. We 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 already have a retreat. There's a retreat here that's uh, it's got a yoga retreat actually. And yeah. uh, I used to I used to organize tango lessons at this yoga retreat before I started doing bigger events. I used to do uh, tango holidays, so people would come, and over a week they would learn tango. But mm-hmm. it is absolutely the perfect location for, for something like that. And uh, maybe, you know, I maybe one day I will do something like that where I maybe combine yoga with, with veganism or, or maybe even tango. There are a lot of people in the tango scene that tend to be very open-minded. So may, maybe, maybe, you know, but, you know, at the moment, blimey, it's, you know. Everything, everything's yeah, banned here at the going. moment. Yeah, right. I think Spain's I mean, a lot worse than where we're yeah, at. Yeah, we didn't even have a lockdown. <laughs> yeah, they never <laughs> locked looking. us down at all. Yeah. Really, yeah. Well, we've had, at the moment, <laughs> no dancing, no smoking, no singing. Wow. Uh, uh, what is it? You have to wear a mask in the street. Like, literally, when you leave the house, a mask. Uh, uh-huh. And in the middle of the lockdown, we, he- we even, I mean, this is, I live here in the south. Uh, of, of Tenerife and it's it's just a it's just a holiday place where people older people come you know for the winter and everything we even had the military on the street you know in the wow. middle of the lockdown wow. it was really <gasps> weird so they're not very relaxed about it let's put it that way at the moment no doubt. that's so, not Spanish um, at all yeah they're supposed to be more <laughs> relaxed right everyone should be just having a siesta for two weeks and it'll be all good right <laughs> It, wow. The Spanish have surprised me. Yeah. They, Especially they, like uh, on Tenerife, you know, I'm surprised. I mean, on the land, like the country itself, mm-hmm. I can see it. Like the COVID is spreading like crazy. But I don't know how many cases are even on your island right now. Are there really many cases? Uh, well, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, there's probably, <laughs> there are cases, but... It, it, nobody seems to know anybody who's had it or or has been affected by it and um 
it's the, it's the same. So it's, it's, I don't know. But at the moment, we, you know, there are places where we, we tend, if we go for a walk, we walk along the coast where there are no, because they even, they even say here, you know, you can be on the beach on your own, like in the middle of nowhere and you're supposed to wear a mask. So people wow. will go to beaches where there's going to be no police and no drones. And, you know, it's, it's really, uh, yeah, not relaxed at all, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't we'll even. See think, how it yeah, we we don't even have like a mandatory mask. I mean, some stores have it, and they'll just trans- tell you to wear it, but they don't seem to really do anything. They're not going to give you a fine or send you to jail or anything if you don't wear one. <laughs> he is pretty relaxed. Um, yeah, I think they just don't want to make it seem like a police state thing, right? They want everyone to just kind of be on board from themselves. It just They're doesn't trying to work. Force people, yeah, it doesn't do work something. in Canada. Like they. You yeah. don't need to force, especially on the West Coast, you know, of BC. Well, like people are really States, like, they like to follow them. the rules. You know, they are not really against it too much. If the government is su- suggesting, hey, please wear masks, guys, like mm. we will mm. easily fall in a way, but not like that you think, oh, like sheep or something. But in a way, we, yeah. we're very health conscious in this area here too on the West yeah. Coast. So yeah. it's easier. Mm-hmm. But then the other states is a bit different, right? So... Just they definitely don't want to wear a mask. They can't. They don't like to be told what yeah. to do at all down there. Uh, so. It's. It's. I, I think you, you're right. I think if if there was mo- if it wasn't so mandatory and so, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm the same. I'm I'm not necessarily against masks. If if somebody can make the argument that they, you know, that there's a reason for it, I'm happy to go along with that. But. You know, either you wear a mask or we'll shoot you in the street. That's you know, it's, yeah. it's a different feeling. Now, now <laughs> you're yeah, really like, just trying. Yeah, like now it's like not even a. Yeah, it's exactly it's weird to it's think so like weird. that. But yeah. even in Germany, it doesn't work. You know, like the way it works here in Canada wouldn't work in Germany again because they they are really against it now. Wearing masks, they get very like political. Yeah, political it. about it. Mm-hmm. You know, where's my freedom? You know, you just like. <laughs> All the conspiracy starts, right? So, yeah, and yeah. there so they it's have a very, very strange time. It is it like is. in Germany, <laughs> you know, they you have to pay a fee when you don't wear a mask in transit, right? So, but we here here we don't have it. So no, someone would sound okay. <laughs> you would just <laughs> yeah. get weird looks if you're not wearing a mask. Yeah, everyone would be like, more. "You, you're not wearing a mask." Like we made it like almost demonize like you're you're like evil if you don't wear a mask it's weird like we actually respect it here it's yeah it's, it's polite weird. that's a version yeah of it's polite poli- it's, a, you know? it's a form of politeness so like i respect you that's why i'm wearing my mask that's mm-hmm. the way i take it as so if you're not wearing a mask you don't respect me and so i don't have respect for you yeah yeah but anyway right, right. yeah yeah <laughs> it doesn't yeah. work everywhere yeah. obviously right. i mean everything's different so i mean it's just different culture right yeah like, different ways here on the west coast we're really about being polite it's like number one mm-hmm. you know when you meet someone the canadian sorry 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 you know even if it's your fault you say sorry exactly <laughs> you bump into someone Sorry. Sorry. Sorry like, for, for my, yeah. The other, per- the well, other person I'm, I that bump you bumped into, into. You say sorry to yeah. me. <laughs> we both say sorry, even though it was only one person's fault. Right. What a crazy culture, <laughs> the Canadians. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but we do our best, right? I'm sure you do your best too with being creative with what you do. and. No, I mean, yeah, we, we're, like I said, my, my wife and I, we, we're, um, we, we've got, there's a, there's a bar that's kind of hidden away 
where the the owner of the bar it's a kind of relaxed cosmopolitan place people from different nationalities everybody kind of goes there to hide away and and he's a bit relaxed he does allow loud music which has been banned as well by the way but he'll mm. play some music now and then somebody will get up to dance and we won't have the cops jump on them because the cops can't see us because we're kind of hidden away in this bar so there's all this going on it's a bit like the prohibition time yeah the yeah, like you gotta go hide to go you know wear not wear a mask in the corner or something yeah yeah, yeah. well, well the, the thing the thing is the thing is it's backfiring so much on the spanish because what's happening is they've they've basically forbidden everything right so you can you can you can say whether you whether that you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, but human nature is as human nature is, and so what's mm -hmm. happening is all over the island here, and I think all over Spain, people are just getting together at home in big crowds at home, going you know where well, there's fincas in the in the countryside. So yeah, the exact opposite. Of what, so they're trying to prevent people coming together in cl enclosed spaces. Uh, and yet that's exactly what's happening mm -hmm. because because people just go, oh, we're having a, we're having a secret party this weekend and 40 <laughs> people turn up. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, it doesn't... Yeah. You, you can't stop people. Well, yeah, they're trying yeah. to control or make it criminal, but it's not criminal to not wear a mask, right? We shouldn't be, like, demonizing that. Like, it should be, like, a respectful thing, right? But mm -hmm. I don't know. I, th I just think that if, 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 if they're here my own personal view, if they'd have explained it more, look, we have to be sensible or right. if, if they feel that that's necessary, try to, you have to take the people with you. I mean, if, you, if you're in a situation where you're having to use, you know, the violence of the state to, to try and control people, then you've not made the argument well enough, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. A tricky one, definitely. Yeah, oh, that's well. a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any future so, plans yeah. coming up? Yeah. Uh, future plan. Well, I, don't you think <laughs> that that's one of the hardest things? You can ask people. <laughs> I said to my wife. I said to my wife that one of the strangest things about this year is the inability to plan. Yes. Because so true. Thank uh, you for saying uh, that. We have the same thing we're thinking. Yeah. Uh, it's. I mean, like I'm somebody. I'm always planning new things. Um. But at the moment, it's it's so difficult. My wife, I told you about the translation agency that she runs, and you know she's, you know, very it's very quiet. And I think the reason is because all the companies that usually give us work are all waiting because they don't know what the future is. They can't make plans either. Right. So, um, yeah, my plan at the moment is to I've finished my um, I finished the course. For, for it's called plant-based heroes so i finished that and 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 i'm now starting to spread the word about it so i, I want to continue doing that um i've got a book that i'm also promoting because these are all things i can do from home right um i'm i am also really interested in you know you mentioned doing vegan events and plant-based that's also something I was already thinking about last year because i do these tango events and i was thinking of you know um introducing vegan food into the event so people come they dance tango and then after a, you know that we, we start dancing in the evening maybe start around nine o'clock and it goes on till two in the morning and people get hungry so you as a as an organizer you provide food and last year i asked the hotel to provide uh you know it was basic food because it was our first real big event last year 
But I was already thinking, oh, this could be really cool because, you know, we could maybe just do it like a like a plant based uh, buffet, you know, at, at midnight or whatever, and just introduce more people to the to the idea that it could actually taste nice and it didn't always have to be meat and dairy and all these things. So, you know, I was already planning that and and with the yoga retreat that um, I mentioned earlier, that it's also a perfect place for events and but it's just so difficult at the moment because mm-hmm. you know the, the, he, the there's no flights coming into or very few flights coming into Tenerife now. All the hotels here, you've been you've been Julia, you've been to Tenerife here in the south. Okay. It's it's a it's a party island, you know. You know there's a <laughs> hotel at the hotel, and it's closed. The whole place That's is crazy. closed. Wow. Do you, you have go- any vegan places in Tenerife? There are one or two oh, wow. uh, small, small uh, uh, restaurants that, that cater, but they, unfortunately <laughs> for, you know, they're the kind of, I always say the kind of a sit on a spike vegan places, you know, where everything's like really down to basics. So for some reason, there's this idea, I, I, I don't understand why if, if you're vegan, somehow you're not allowed to appreciate comfort that you have to sit on a, I don't know, like a, like a wooden spike or something. And, you know, like, uh, <laughs> there's so many vegan places like that. And I, I said to my mom, why can't, why can't there be a vegan restaurant with normal seats and normal chairs? Why do we always have to sit on like an old, yeah. you know, crate or something? Maybe, maybe <laughs> so, don't have the money or something. Yeah, that's weird. That's yeah. really weird. Yeah. But don't you think, don't you, don't you think that, that have you noticed that? We don't have that. No, Canada? we have high Not end. Here, no. We have high end. We have like okay. higher end plant-based <laughs> yeah. restaurants Very now trendy. that are like just as high end as say like a michelin restaurant even more sometimes wow. like they just know how to present plant-based eating it's like yeah they're making it very one. trendy like the whole west coast you know from la california uh portland seattle we have that very that kind of niche laid back health conscious feel to it and they try to make it like normal they want it to be like that fanciest plant-based place ever because They know that people that don't even eat plant-based, don't even eat vegan, see it, and they will go mm-hmm. just because of the ambiance. Yeah, for yeah. it, right? That's so, right. Yeah, that's absolutely right. right. And that's yeah. exactly the opposite of what <laughs> yeah. happens here. I don't know. So, <laughs> too bad. You got to open one, okay? Yeah, that's well, your next, next project next is project. opening a very comfortable, maybe with a tango atmosphere, uh, <laughs> yeah. restaurant I mean, or something. <laughs> you know, I know it's a lot of work, but. Yeah, something like that. that. Is Who knows? My, what you've just what you have just said there, Julia, is actually my. You know, if I if I was really going to fantasize about the <laughs> ideal, <laughs> you know, that would be it. It would be this nice, yeah, this fantastic this fantastic restaurant with beautiful food, and in the center you've got this you know wooden dance floor and the, you know the, the lighting right and and playing tango music from the 1930s 1940s and people would come from all over the world who were enthusiastic about tango and they would enjoy this wonderful food and dance tango oh, wonderful that's yeah. amazing but i'm not yeah. sure i'm not sure i have the energy to pull it off especially here <laughs> in, in Tenerife. it's a lot of work yeah, with COVID, it's it about connecting with harder. other people somehow i mean right now we have to be creative you know it's mm-hmm. not the end of the world you know we people still making money people are still working and you know we just have to be creative and really not get stuck into what we can't do and focus on more of the things that we can do right like being online connecting Mm -hmm. with people online and even connecting with people we haven't talked to for a while right 
So now we now is the time, or we have the time to connect more with people. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I really, you know, the bar I was telling you about earlier. The, the, like here, the restrictions are really quite intense, and I, I get what you're saying about the online connection, and I, I am. I'm enjoying this. It's it's nice, but it's not. It isn't the same, is it? It's not. No. The same as you know, when I go to the when I go to the bar in the evening and, and we'll go probably after this um podcast, we we'll sit and we'll have a drink and and it's almost like because of all the restrictions that people want that more. You know, we we sit there, my wife and I, and and it's so warm that people just want to be next to each other and 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 be human. And mm -hmm. we're really noticing that at the moment, much more than before. Right. So like before they so like last year there'd be some music on. Uh, and people would sit and it was all very okay. But now if there's good music on, people will tend to m much more want to get up and move a little bit to the music, dance. We've seen far more dancing than there used to be. People are, when they come into the bar, they're greeting each other, you know, ar arms around each other. I mean, almost kind of the the opposite to what they should be doing. And uh, I don't know. So it's, it's really strange to see this, this, this you know, clandestine, but home, but at the same time, human, really human, uh, that's that's missing, you know. So, and I think maybe it's more extreme, and maybe you can't really get it because it sounds where you are. It sounds <laughs> like that they've been more, yeah, you know, to trust you. You know, they, they've given you more uh, responsibility for yourself. Whereas here, exactly. they've taken completely. They're treating as like five-year-olds, like little right. children, right? And so, and and it's really interesting for me to see not everybody but a certain section of society really is rebelling against that you know totally. and, and yeah and I, I just think it's human and i think it's also a real shame at the moment that you know it, there's almost like this you know you're not allowed to voice alternative views or you want your grandma to die or something which is just not true right. and uh and i and, and i i I can only speak from me, but you know, when we go plant-based or when we go vegan, don't we? We we open our minds open, don't we? We start to question a lot more than we perhaps did in the past. Certainly, that's what happened to me. Right. Sure. And uh, I'm not sure whether my reaction to COVID would have been the same had I not become vegan five years earlier. Had mm. I not watched Gary Yavoski's greatest uh, ever speech. Had I not seen the suffering of the animals. Had I not seeing the ignorance with regard to me and, you know, all the stuff we're doing to the planet and the ocean dead zones and all the rest of it and all the ignorance that's going on. Right. Uh, when, when COVID hits and you've had five years of, of like, you know, your, your, your expansion or, or awareness changing and then something like COVID comes, you, for me, I just couldn't buy into the story automatically because I've been on this, I've been questioning everything for five years then you, you also question that it, it, what's happening here is, is what they're telling is correct because you automatically, you know, they told me that milk was the best thing ever for 50 <laughs> years, you know, <laughs> so, you know and that was wrong, obviously. So, yeah. 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 Such it's hard. Time. It's hard to know what's truth now and what's not truth and to really weave through and figure out what you really need to know to save people's lives and what you don't need to know that people are just throwing in to confuse or, right. I don't know, control whatever people say. 
Right. What do you think? Do you, what do you do? You, do you think there's some truth in that? That, that when you when you vegan or when you've got a plant based that you perhaps question more than you would have done before. Definitely. Yeah, I think right? you do more research on things mm-hmm. probably. on a scientific level. Because sure. if you looked at the research about dairy back then, it's the same research we have almost today. It says that dairy isn't good for you. Mm-hmm. but they were just trying to sell it that it was. So there's just clever marketing. Mm-hmm. So if you can just turn off that box in the corner of your room, you know, turn mm-hmm. off, you know, the internet to seeing ads and stuff exactly. and actually do your own thinking for once, then I feel that you actually will find the truth there. Right. Because people don't really think for themselves sometimes, I find, you know, they mm-hmm. they look for answers, especially now on the internet, right? And you get all the doing. feeds, you know, just because you, yeah, or what people are doing, exactly. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, I was vegan and now I try the carnivore diet because I watched this cool video and it debunked the game changers. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah, but the really funny de- thing is, science, depends. there's no such thing as debunking science the only thing that makes better science is more science or better science Mm -hmm. so you can't just like say i'm going to debunk this by saying something or finding one thing about it no you have to Mm -hmm. continuously keep finding the same results over and over and over again before we go that route you know exactly but I, don't I, mean, know. I have a science mind, so that's how I think of a exactly. lot of things. <laughs> and with the oh, virus, right. okay. with yeah. the virus, I find it's an invisible enemy, and I w- I don't want to treat it lightly either, you mm-hmm. know. So I do my best to not spread it. I hope and not get it either. But I I still live my life, you know. It's not mm-hmm. gonna. It's not like how it was last year or whatever in the beginning of last year or middle of last summer. But I do my best, you know. I mean, I miss going to Germany every year, you know. Like this yeah. year, mm-hmm. we can't go. You have, you have, you have family there. I do, Germany. yeah, and in Italy, so and in France, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, so you do I your best. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are, are missing. I'm certainly. I've not seen my children. I've got grandchildren as well. I've not seen them this year, oh. just simply because it's so complicated. I mean, if I was to fly to the UK now, I think it's 14 days quarantine. So right, right. Uh, yeah, here can't too. Can't do that and. Uh, but coming back to the to the to the food thing, you know. Also, when you when when I when I went vegan or when I became plant based, I, I really focus a lot on the nutrition side of it. I'm I'm definitely not got a science mind, but right. you know, I watch forks over knives, <clears throat> and what the health. And I've I've I've, li- I've watched a lot of the uh, videos on nutritionfacts.org, and mm-hmm. so on, mm-hmm. and. You, you realize, or I realize all of the, a lot of the things that perhaps my body needed, I wasn't getting before. Right. And if you look at the people who are dying of COVID, it tends to be, or it seems to be now fairly clear that it is people that are on a poor diet or they have got com- comorbidities for, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about vitamin D and so on. And none of this has been mentioned in the, in the mainstream media. So, um, you know, I, I think that combination of, of going plant-based and going vegan has, has made me question a lot around the, the whole situation that we're in at the moment. And, um, you know, my mum uh, and my dad can't speak anymore. He's got problems with his speech. They're in their eight, uh, nearly, nearly 80 years old now. And she's, she's you know, oh, I really want to see your sister. My, my sister lives in Sheffield and she's she's worried that she can't see my my sister and my brother anymore. And I, I, and the Luckily, my sister goes and they kind of ignore or they take self, they're taking responsibility for their own decisions, you know. So, but I, I just wish there was a bit more 
of a debate and not just this one-sided fear that is just perpetrated. I think there's there's always two sides and there's a lot of scientists and a lot of um, different science that are just not getting um, not getting listened to at all. In fact, you know, anybody right. who says something contrary to the to the to the narrative is kind of deleted in YouTube or you know, <laughs> we've got censorship, haven't we? So yeah, and and it, and it makes it makes me wonder as well. We've reached this point with veganism, you know, where the, there's a lot of information available, you know, and we we can freely look at Gary Roff's speech, and it it doesn't get censored. There's no there's no political um, campaign behind that. To so you're free to say about a plant based diet and veganism as much as you want. We're free to get that information. Mm-hmm. But what happens? If that changes, what happens if suddenly YouTube and Facebook and Google, you mean at the moment, they're all very plant-based friendly, vegan kind of companies, aren't they? But what right. if that changes? And then suddenly, you know, Cowspiracy is not available anymore. You can't <laughs> find it anymore. Well, you know, it's time to move to new platforms. That's where I yeah, think, I think people are just going to get off YouTube and there's going to be a new YouTube that doesn't have those rules. Right. Right. That's what it What's to stop someone making something similar to YouTube but doesn't have those rules? People will eventually go over to it. So they have to find a good balance where they're not getting sued and they're not getting a bunch of misinformation or there's they have the power to like swing votes and, and change yeah. elections, yeah. you know, and that yeah. that can't be happening. So it's got to be something on that. I know the scary has, you know, positives and negatives. You always have so much mm. going on, but... You know, there has to be some type of regulation. And I think that's what the internet, where they just came in and said, you can do whatever you want. You can take videos, you can, well, not really, but you can, you know, it's not legal, but you can do it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, now we need to kind of clamp down and maybe, it's one of those weird censorship thing, because the internet was never meant to be censored. And if we start doing that, then like you said, what else is going to be, be done on it? Exactly. Anyways, we yeah, have a whole deal, we can have a think, whole debate yeah, on that. Totally, like on especially that. with health advices yeah. too, right? Some people just take health advices from some YouTuber or Instagrammer, mm. but doesn't have mm. any scientific or any health background, right? Like that can be dangerous sometimes too. Yeah. Right? Or now with the carnivore diet, you know, it's spreading and there's <laughs> yeah, not enough yeah, science that it's healthy, you know, just because that person's saying, Well, I I got rid of my eczema, you know, and when I eat squash, I got my eczema back in the back. It's like, okay, great. I guess it, you can cure um, your eczema with uh, meat, only meat diet. Yeah. I don't know. It's too much experimentation going we on. Could talk, we have a whole podcast about exactly. <laughs> trying to find proper information on the internet <laughs> and critically thinking and researching properly. But, exactly. But we'll leave it at that. And so how can the people find you and... Uh, yeah, when's your course coming out? Uh, well, I have a book called Why Go Vegan, uh, which is, I'll just quickly explain what that is. It's um, uh, its a story, it's a fictional story of uh, a middle-aged man who suddenly discovers there's a different way to solving his medical problems and he meets lots of interesting characters on the way and it's a it's a fictional story and that's available along with my course on my website which is alantwig.org everything's on there the course is on there uh, the book which is available as an audio book and it's in, there's a german version as well great uh, yeah, great in audio 
and uh, a paperback. So the, the book's a good way in. And then the course, which is it, it, the details are on there. I'm just making the finishing touches at the moment to the website and so on. But probably by the time this gets uh, published, it'll all be there. So great. Yeah, we'll put it in yeah, the show Alan notes. Twig, AlanTwig.org is the place. That's Sounds awesome. Great. Well, thanks yeah. so much for your time. Uh, it's already dark, I guess, where you are. Yeah, now, nighttime, right? time to go uh, to the speakeasy. Oh, you see the sunset. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, the speakeasy, yeah, the uh, clandestine bar. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah, the sun's just set uh, and it goes dark quickly here. So within right. 10 minutes, it goes dark yeah. when the sun sets. So, yeah, that's that'll, that'll be tonight. So go and have nice. a beer now. Sounds well, bar, yeah. I can't wait to visit Tenerife again. Hopefully, by the time they have a nice vegan yeah, they have restaurant, Alan. Elegant Michelin <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Plant based. If you, if you do come, say hello and we'll meet up and uh, and I'll take you somewhere for some good uh, vegan food. Sounds, Sounds great. amazing. Yeah, like yeah, not, one of those, not one of those sit on a crate places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're in Vancouver, we'll take you to oh, a very yeah. ele elegant one. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I really would love that. Yeah, but yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it for is. sure. All right. Well, we talk again and take care. Yeah. Take care, Ellen. Bye. Uh, All right. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. Bye-bye. Yeah, our pleasure. Bye. Ciao.